Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake uh, again with you, uh, with Pastor Joey Hill and Student Pastor Worship Pastor Matt Ragsdale coming to you today. Uh, I'd like to uh, first off apologize. We're recording again on Tuesday. We like to record this on Mondays whenever possible so that Sunday is very fresh on the brain, but we take notes. And so uh, just apologies for getting to you late. Uh, later again this week, and I'll learn how to talk here in a minute, and we'll be able to get on. We'll be on. We'll be on. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little bit of a scratchy voice, but um, how how are you guys? How was y'all's weekend? It was good. It was good for me. It was good. For very me. very uneventful. Just chilling. Got a lot done. Did you? Yeah, cheers. Cleaned out the house, um, and I worked in our backyard trying to get some stuff cleaned up. So when. Friday. You get them I was about to throw him under the bus because he, he said he had somewhere to go on Saturday and couldn't help us. Yeah. No, we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we were. We, you and I, Joey, we were here all day on Saturday with a bunch of our deacons and mm-hmm. they guys, a few other guys as well, just came came up and helped out and we finished installing security cameras. You should, you should know when. I borrowed your trailer. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> did you get that hauled off? Yeah, I did one load, and I was just like, you know, I don't think I like this. I didn't look to see if you put my trailer back. Did you put my trailer back? I did. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you take it? I... <laughs> no comment? <laughs> Matt. I just don't understand why you didn't burn it. You do you not remember the story I told a couple of weeks ago? I do. Yeah. I do. Last week. Yeah. You told that last week. That's it. How you set your yard on I'm, fire. I'm okay. Well, so genuinely, I know I said this last week. Long story short. All right. We hauled off one load of limbs and stuff, and I was like, I don't like this. So from there, from dropping that off, we ran to get a burn barrel. Got said burn barrel, lit, threw some stuff in it, lit it up. Still made me so nervous. So, I don't know. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because <laughs> I just don't like fire now. <laughs> so, yeah. It's one of those things. It's, it's, uh, when it's contained, it's extremely useful. Yeah. A lot of sermon illustrations in that. Mm-hmm. But it just, where I'm having to burn is right next to the woods. And that's what makes me nervous. So, mm-hmm. uh, the, the good thing about the podcast is it'll be an open and, shut case against Matt whenever he burns down corner because <laughs> he's all documented. We're going to need copies of that episode. Yes. Anyway. And by the way, y'all made fun of me for telling the story about the dog last week eating the underwear. Um, three different people in this church said something to you about that? That they that their dog has done the exact same thing. Mm. Did they know to give them peroxide, hydrogen peroxide? Uh, I don't know. We didn't go too far into it. That's just weird. So, anyway, That was weird. I mean, 
Mm. What are you eating, by the way? Chicken and rice. Okay. What a, did you do anything else this weekend? I did not. I did not. I, you know, like you said, we we put in those security cameras, so you know, be careful what you do around here now. Everybody like, is on camera. Yeah, we we, had, we got eyes. In, we purchased a security camera system. It se- it's not been a year, but it seems like almost a year ago. Yeah, and we got four cameras, three or four cameras up pretty quickly. And then since then, we've been at a standstill mm-hmm. until um, we had some guys come in and help us. And it's amazing what you can get done with about eight to 12 guys. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> that's uh, right. In a day. So, yeah, you can't, you can't step foot on this property now without being <laughs> oh, yeah. seen. Without somebody knowing you're Absolutely. here. Absolutely. That's, so, and that's good for like, you know, especially like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like dropping your kid off at Kid Point and mm-hmm. stuff, it's good to know that. You heard it here first that yep. there, I mean, there's no way to get in and out of this church without us knowing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. <clears throat> so, big, yeah, big thank you to those guys. I felt like yeah. that's all all I've done for the last five days, I feel like, is drive a trailer with a scissor lift on it around. Like, because <laughs> I went and picked the thing up on Friday and then um, was came here. We did change our, I, I brought it here and changed out our projector bulbs. And then, uh, because of our projectors needed new bulbs in the sanctuary. Anyway, that's all boring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so y'all don't have anything interesting to talk about then, huh? We do not. When's it going to snow? Thursday. Nuh-uh. Okay. I'm a liar. Okay. Ask James Spann. I do got something interesting, and it actually kind of ties into snow. Say what? All right, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this, and this is a, this is a bizarre headline. All right, I had to get that. Uh, this is a bizarre headline, but uh, this is a feel good story. Okay, results released in girls' request for DNA evidence of Santa. <laughs> oh God. Okay, say this again. Results released in girls' request for DNA evidence of Santa. Santa. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about a smart little kid? Think about this. This is from Cumberland, Rhode Island. The Rhode Island Department of Health, because here we are, and today is Tuesday, January 24th. So Christmas is still fresh, not even just uh, almost a month old, or a month old, uh, a month ago. I can't talk. I'm sorry. Uh, d- the Rhode Island Department of Health says, it was not able to definitively confirm or refute the presence of Santa. Let, let me give let me give you the nutshell version of what happened. <laughs> well, I, 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 let me just keep reading. A young girl, the, the Rhode Island Department of Defense says it was not able to definitively confirm or refute the presence of Santa in a young girl's home after she requested to have a partially eaten cookie <laughs> and a couple of gnawed-on carrot sti- sticks tested for DNA to see if Santa Claus was in fact real. <laughs> That's uh, smart kid. Right That's there. a smart kid. Because <laughs> apparently she had put out milk and cookies for Santa, mm. and she had put carrot sticks in the yard for the reindeer. Mm. Mm. So would you have? Well, first off, when we were kids, there would have been no no. We wouldn't even have known of have something tested for sure. DNA. When do you recall when you became aware of that? Because I do. I remember. 
I, I bet I it's was, the same time. I think I was about seven or eight. When you became aware of what? About Santa. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about DNA. <laughs> <laughs> DNA testing. Oh. Mm. I have no idea. I, OJ Simpson trial. Really? I didn't, I didn't even know it was I didn't even know DNA testing was a thing for some reason hmm. until the OJ Simpson trial. Because they made such a big deal about it during the OJ Simpson trial. See, I'm gonna go back before that because my my mother grew up on law and order. I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but my mother oh, yeah. grew up on law and, and order. And your mom was a paralegal? She, she was in the law field, so okay. yeah. And then, and so I grew up with that being on TV and them talking about DNA testing. Yeah. But I cannot tell you when I first heard about it and was trying to figure it out in my mind. But OJ, for real? I For some reason, I just, you know, when was that? When was that? Yeah. When was that? Hold on. Let's ask Google. Well, I mean, some stuff, didn't some stuff just recently come out about his daughter? Like his daughter says some stuff, like she confessed some stuff. 1995. Oh, that was what I was going to say. How old were you in 1995, Matt? <laughs> were, were you born? Oh, yeah, I was born. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was, was around. I was, I was rocking super kindergarten. <laughs> what? What? October. Of 1995. I was three. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're you telling me that you... When were you born? What was 92. Your, what? When? September 2nd. September 2nd. So Matt did not witness Alabama beating Miami in the Sugar Bowl in 1992. That is awful. Right. <laughs> That's what's wrong with the world. That is what's wrong with people. But you know what I did witness? They I did just, not see T. I don't remember. that boy down. I did witness, but don't remember. <laughs> I have no recollection of the blizzard of 93. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you oh. I have plenty of memories. Man, of I got plenty of that. <laughs> the, so I, I thought this story was funny because the funniest thing, obviously, is that the little girl thought, you know what? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And she contacted the Department of Health on her own and asked them to have this, have DNA test, test done on this cookie and these carrots. <laughs> but That's really good. So I, it doesn't say how old she was. It doesn't, it doesn't, and I would love to know. But listen, she got a response. That's why it says the results were revealed. She gets a response from the Department of Health, okay. Rhode Island Department of Health, and it says... The department's letter says that we, quote, found no complete matches to anyone in our combined DNA index, but, but went on to say, however, there has been a partial match, match to a, quote, a 1947 case centered around 34th Street in New York City. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's why I say this is a feel-good story, yeah, because the, yeah. fact, the fact that she thought to ask was hilarious yes. and it shows how smart she is. And they how, just played along. And they played along. Mm. And they said, um, it, it's, and then the department goes on to say they would need more DNA samples from other known Santa encounters to have, to make a definitive match. Mm -hmm. uh, the lab says, uh, otherwise <laughs> though, we were able to, we were, were able to find in the carrot sticks, the presence of DNA closely matching Rangerford Tarandus, also commonly known as reindeer. <laughs> When testing the carrots. Anyway. That's great. I've never heard of putting carrots out for reindeer. Oh. 
We did. We had actually reindeer food, and it was basically bird seed is all it was. Oh, our reindeer food was uh, for glitter. Our, yeah, it was oatmeal with glitter in it. Yeah. That's oh, no. <laughs> Ours looked more like bird seed, but you'd go out in the front yard and just put it out. Mm. Yeah. The, <clears throat> anyway, the, this this whole thing was meant to be like a feel-good story that was like the week after yeah. Christmas they published it, or two, yeah. week, two weeks after Christmas they published it. The Department of Health did, and they hit all the local media there in Rhode Island. So guess what happened? Backfires. Oh no! <laughs> they've been being they've been inundated with half-eaten cookies in the mail from kids. <laughs> I love awesome. it. The floodgates are open. Yeah. Now. So now they're getting a bunch of half-eaten cookies in the mail, saying, That's "Please, awful. please run DNA analysis." <laughs> can we? Can we do? Uh... I love it. I love that kids are like know things, you know. Yes, like, yeah. it's yes. Funny. Can we do the thing that you thought we were doing a minute ago? Like, yeah. When did you find out? Yeah. When did Sandy? you find out? I'm not talking about that. Is it painful? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember. Let me ask you this: What a, did you? When did you become suspicious? And what actions did you take to try to? Should we come up with the truth? Should we give like an earmuffs warning because you know we have children that listen to this podcast? No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Mine does. And they still believe they're believers. My youngest, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of we we it's playful. I just remember being about seven or eight years old and my parents trying to make sure I went to bed, like making sure I was asleep, but I was faking sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I'm faking sleep. And I remember my dad standing in the doorway, and it was almost like, you know how dads just know. Mm-hmm. especially with their boys. He kept just standing in the doorway. I don't know if you've ever f- tried to fake sleep for mm-hmm. a very extended long period of time with somebody watching you, but you get pretty good at opening your eyes while you still look like you're asleep. Yeah. And I can remember opening my eyes enough to still see his silhouette standing in the doorway, and I was... Crack your eyes a little bit? I, I, yeah, I was, just, I was just like, he's still there. He's still there. He's still there. <laughs> and, and finally, he gets up. Walks away, my eyes open wide open, and I hear what sounds like rustling and opening things. Sounds like they're having Christmas without you. Yeah. And and I and I remember, I remember gently sliding out of my bed mm-hmm. and quietly crawling across the floor. And I remember because it's a long hallway down to the living room. And I kind of poked because, you know, it's kind of hard when you're not trying to be seen, but you got to stick your head out if you want to see, right? But you run the risk of getting caught. And I was like, I got to go for it. And so I stuck my head out and I looked and I saw them sitting on the couch. But here was the problem. My dad was looking right down the (laughs) the whole time. like He knew I was faking. What do you say? What are you doing, boy? So when he looked. When he looked, when when we met eyes, when our eyes met, he literally was like, I knew you were faking. Get back in there. Like that. And I didn't see anything. They had literally held off on Christmas, and they they were just rustling papers on purpose just to yeah. get me to come out, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. The, uh, Cass would all, she would always say to our kids when they were, when they were little, she'd be like, well, I guess he's just going to skip over our house. He, he's not going to stop here. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She has fun <clears throat> with it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah. actually had to pull off stuff like that, especially with the Easter Bunny. Have y'all done that? I just kind of always, okay, I just always knew. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Like intuitively, mm. I just knew. Not my kids. Because I would, Brownie would force me to go out the back door. Mm-hmm. We did that Run too. around the house, knock, knock on, the, on door, the door. And leave them on the front porch. And literally, I'd come back and they'd be like, look at my basket, Dad. And I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Little out of shape. Yeah, Easter bunny out of shape. <laughs> I did. And I still, we still do that. And yeah. then, like, one of the kids will inevitably now look at me and like laugh and be like, "Why are you so tired, big guy?" <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, we're uh, gonna have to put a warning on this episode for kids not yeah. to listen. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into Sunday. Let's get into Sunday. Um, we we were continuing our series on uh, envision in the book of Galatians, and you started off with an illustration about a would you rather mm-hmm. of people would they rather have Dumbo ears or incredible Hulk hands? Right? Yes, yes. <clears throat> it was funny because we we sort of came up with that on the spot in your office last week one mm-hmm. day because you asked me and I didn't like the would you rather question that you were going to ask. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if I suggested this specifically or something like this or I don't remember. How did we come up with that? Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? Oh, you brought up the Dumbo ears. Did I? And I brought up the whole cans. I didn't remember. Yeah. I just remember us talking about it and then I heard it on Sunday morning. Yeah. But... <clears throat> You use the you're using it as an illustration because you were talking about essentially the works of people's hands versus like acting out our faith in the flesh versus like hearing. And so that was from Galatians three, uh, verses one through five is is where we started. And um And the reason we did the Dumbo ears and the hands is because of because when you ask why, mm-hmm. the number one reason, because most everybody's going to pick Hulk cans. I mean, it was almost a landslide, Hulk cans over Dumbo ears. Okay. But I, the number one reason why is because people didn't want to hear or know what other people were saying about them. So that was the point. It's like we would we would rather be able to take matters into our own hands, a.k.a. Hulk cans, mm-hmm. versus know the truth of what our, you know, the truth that would come in through our ears. Or, you know, you know like they just think big giant ears just looks funnier. Than uh, big yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, I did, I remember this, I said to you, you know what would be funny is if you ask them all that question and then, you know, after they sit and talk about it for a minute, I just come walking on stage wearing Dumbo <laughs> ears and Hulk cans. That'd be funny. The, um, it was, you went uh, to Galatians 3, though, and the uh, I don't have the full text. I just wrote Galatians 3, 1 through 5. I don't know if you want to read it or not, but the first note that I have is about the word foolish. Mm-hmm. What verse does that come up in? One. In one? Okay. And what does it say again? You foolish Galatians, which or who has be- bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. Right. So I've got notes here about foolish and the word bewitched both mm-hmm. because foolish was uh, the Greek word there is essentially is having a brain but failing to use it. Yeah. So to speak. Much, so it's yeah. not like foolish as in like morons. Yeah. You're not like you're dumb, but that you're foolish in the fact that you're ignoring or you're, you're not thinking clearly. Right. Right. Um, which also ties into why he says bewitched because essentially that mean that you had been 
you've been fooled, you've been hypnotized, you've been charmed, mm. you know. Um, and the point being, the other note that I wrote down is if it happened to the Galatians, it can happen to us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There would be, they were being pulled away by this idea is what, what he, um, he's about to unpack here of the fact that they needed Jesus plus something, which was circumcision. That was kind of the thing that had mm-hmm. infiltrated their thinking there at the time. Um, you got anything to add there before I keep going? I was, no, no, that's okay. Good. Yeah. And uh, Paul's just essentially wanting to know, you know, where did that idea come from when mm-hmm. he says, I forget what was, I would who? like to, I would like to learn one thing from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would like to know, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Right. And so that was, you know, addressing and attacking their idea of thinking that they needed Jesus plus something. Like, they needed to act on something in the flesh versus, um, you know, just the Word of God Mm -hmm. they'd heard. And so um, I like... I like how you said it. One quote that I wrote down, he's, you know, he's basically saying to them, you know, if it starts with the spirit, it's not going to end with the flesh. Like if it starts in the spirit, it stays, it continues in the spirit, right? Mm. Like in other words, I'm not going to start this work this way and then all of a sudden change course on you, so to speak. So in other words, it's, it's not proper thinking to think, okay, my salvation was 100% on God. Right. To, to save me, mm-hmm. but now it's 100% on me to finish it. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that thinking doesn't line up. You know, it, and it's really neat because I've been able to see so many. The one came up the very first week in, in Roman, because uh, I'm doing the Bible study on Wednesday night in Romans. And I mean, it, it makes sense because it's Paul, right? Mm-hmm. In both accounts. But um, that was Romans chapter two. He was kind of addressing the same thing with the whole circumcision thing. Yeah. Jesus, you know, plus something kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, and it's coming back up now as we've worked our way th- through. We're not through Romans chapter 8 just yet, but I'm as far as my prep and study, I'm into Romans chapter 9, and it's coming back up again. Mm. Interesting. But, yeah, um, that's coming up tomorrow night. What is? With uh, the whole like... Um, we, so with the students, we're walking through the Sermon on the Mountain tomorrow night. We're getting into Jesus Fulfills the Law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm talking about how... Uh, circumcision is going to get brought up with like Paul and Galatians mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, because at the end there, Jesus says, um, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, mm-hmm. you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And they were all about keeping these, you know, these strict moral rules and everything, mm-hmm. relying on themselves to save themselves. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyways. That... um the, and you reference Philippians one six in yeah. that in that whole deal too, yeah. you know the verse that everybody's familiar with. You know, if he began a good work in you, kind of thing. So, um, the another quote that I wrote down there was, "God doesn't need us to finish what He starts." Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Mm. That sounds very Romans nine esque. By the yeah. way, I'm yeah. not going to get into all that, but just letting you yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> well, I, well, I I just think that we forget he is, and I, I think I mentioned this. He is Alpha Omega. He is beginning mm-hmm. and the end. You know, like it begins with him and it ends with him. Yeah. So I had a note in here of a point in your message where I laughed out loud, not with you. At, you. at me, uh, <laughs> so it was on. The, it was right in that same area because it's when you were talking about people not wanting 
uh, to hear the truth. They not want to hear the truth. Uh-huh. Not wanting the Dumbo ears. Yeah. They don't want to be exposed to truth. And you said, because repeat after me, ignorance is bliss. bliss. <laughs> but you, you did a hand motion when you <laughs> What did I do? Uh-huh. I don't remember. And I'm sitting in the sound booth. Yeah. And at the computer running slides for mm-hmm. you is uh, uh, Chelsea Harden. Okay. She's sitting there. And you said... <laughs> You said, repeat after me, ignorance, is, and you know, you're, you're real animated sometimes, uh-huh. and you did the ignorance is, and then you did a hand motion, bliss, and, when it, and like, I wish we had a video podcast for this moment, but he did, a, he did like a swooping motion when he said the word bliss, bliss. and, and I, and I looked at her and just mouthed the word bliss and did my hand like that. <laughs> She lost it. She lost it. So if she missed a slide or two I in bet, there, I bet. That's yeah. on me. That's okay, on me. Okay. So anyway, I love but, it. But uh, let's see. The next thing I had was the reason we have a hard time believing God is because He comes through our ears and not through our hands. I thought that was a good, really good point because we're so in tune with the flesh, right? Yeah. And and yeah. And uh, really tie. You know, it's what. What Paul's saying here is stop looking for that physical connection, mm. right? That they were looking for in circumcision. Yeah. Look, look for, you know, what you know to be true, what you've heard, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, we want to see it play out right there in our hands in front of our own, right. in front of our eyes. Well, you know, we sh- give it, me a sign. It's, it's naturally in our sinful DNA, like to say, I got to have something in my hands mm-hmm. in order for me to make a, a good, wise decision on it. And so many people struggle with God because God doesn't fit in your hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's like the old story of the, the cab driver who had the little troll doll up on his dashboard. And this guy that I know is an evangelist. He said he got in the car. It's a New York taxi cab. He gets in the car. He's in the back seat. And they get to talking about God and and uh, the taxi cab. Uh, or he starts ask, asking the taxi driver, what is that on your dashboard? He's like, oh, that's my God. And he's like, really? He said, yeah, I pray to my God. I'm, you know, all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and my, my God helps me. He's always there. He's always there. And uh, and then finally the the taxi driver asked him, he's like, do you have a God? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, well, tell me about your God. And he said, well, first off, he doesn't fit on my dashboard. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we, mm-hmm. it's the re, like we want a God that we can have on our dashboard. We want a God that can fit in our hands. Mm-hmm. And the reality is he doesn't. And for that reason, it's very difficult for us to, to trust. Yeah. Because yeah. it really comes from really through our ears. Yeah. So. Because if it, if it's some, if he's something that we could, uh, evoke in that way, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. then, then essentially that gives us the ability to control him. Yeah. If we can evoke him in that way, like yeah, if we can it. say, I'm going to do this, and then you're going to do this, and you don't have a choice. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because of the physical act or physical nature of whatever it is that we do. Yeah. That's that's troublesome. Anyway. And, and we can always close our fist. And a lot mm. of times we can't we can't really grip God because our grips are we're charmed by other things in life, and our, our and we won't let go of those things. Yeah. And so that and and that is kind of where we were going with that in terms of like. You know, we decide what is what we grip onto, mm-hmm. but we also have selective hearing mm-hmm. as well, and we we tune out God in that way too. So, yeah. mm. I like that whole part because you 
you kind of touched on and referenced a few other verses. I know I wrote down Mark 4, 9 there. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. Mm -hmm. But basically Paul saying, you know, who do you think opened your ears? Like you you came with dumb ears. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then, you know, ears that couldn't hear. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, but you referenced, like I said, several of those verses, faith comes by hearing, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. You know, um, I thought this was good too. Hands are a byproduct or response of what we have heard and believed. So once something's, you know, once something does get fleshed out, it's not, it's not that any of the stuff we're talking about and I'm, and we wouldn't even say anything. I don't, and and this is kind of Paul's point to the circumcision as well. It's like, he's not necessarily saying don't be circumcised. He's saying the, your thoughts behind it are wrong. Yeah. Like, you're putting the cart before the horse, essentially. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because because if I if I do, and I think that it, it, I think we can do that in our Christianity. We come we come to Christ because how are we saved? We're saved. Yeah, that's right. We're saved by grace through faith, and so so like, and I think people will come with that kind of notion, but then as as they are working out their discipleship. And growing in their faith, then we tend to continue to pull those matters, those spiritual matters, back into our hands. Mm-hmm. We make those battles our battles, and we we make the prayers about us and not about Him. You know, yeah. And so it's just a it's it's a it's a slow fade a lot of times for people who've walked in the faith for a very long time, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I think this series, or especially that message, is just a reminder. You didn't start this, and he will finish it. Yeah. So, um, I thought the um, you kind of laid out a map tying into that whole concept for discipleship in general. Yes. About you know having ears to hear, hearing the gospel, you know, and then I'll tell you the thing that I thought about because what the way you said it was first we hear, then we believe, mm-hmm. then our hands go to work. Yes. Right? And, yes. And I thought about. Um, a really good illustration of that is Jesus's calling of the disciples. Mm. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah. Right. And so there's the hearing and then there's the believing, like we're going to drop what we're doing and we're going to follow you. There's the buy-in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's like that. um, There's like an old uh, sermon series on that. It was like, you know, simply follow, simply believe, simply obey kind of thing. And it was like right in line with what you're saying there, Mm. but every bit of it come back to hearing Hearing. and you kind of launched into a, uh, you know, a spill on that for quite a bit about what, about discipleship and how we here we call it climb, right? Mm -hmm. Click climb clear. And, um, and even though, um, even though we talk about climbing and it's a physical act, that discipleship, it's still, everything's going to come back to hearing, even though your hands are essential for the, for the climb. If you don't first hear and you don't first believe, then you're never going to be able to actually climb right. for your hands to go right. to work. So, right. And so <clears throat> our prayer here is that God would open people's ears to hear because if they don't hear, they'll never effectively climb. That's it. That's what I, that's what I got. In yeah. That. I hope I got what you were intending. Yeah, I, I do. And, and I think just one more element or layer on it is I think a lot of people, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'll, I'll let me encourage you by saying you are not wasting your time if you've started a great habit of 
hearing God's word, you know, like whether it's somebody teaching you through a podcast or whether it's you're going to uh, church on Sundays and you're hearing the sermon, you're going to your Sunday school class and you're hearing a teacher teach. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but if somebody were to take full advantage of what a church would have to offer and all of their discipleship and all their teaching of God's word, that is a lot of sitting and listening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is. And and I think a lot of people eventually get burnt out on that. Mm-hmm. And 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 they are like, I just don't feel like my hand I'm doing enough with my <laughs> hands. Like I feel like I'm just sitting, soaking and souring kind of mm-hmm. thing. Right. And and so I really wanted to encourage people, like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, you know, that process is we hear, we believe. And then our hands go to work. Right. I think a lot of times we want to hear something that motivates us, and then we immediately respond with our hands with action. But I think we skip that belief part. I think a lot of people like hear something and go, that sounds pretty good. I'm not sure if I believe it, but I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and do you see what I'm getting at? And that's kind of why I took that little section there where I was talking about baby bear beliefs and mama and papa bear beliefs, because there's a lot of people um, darkening the doors of churches every Sunday, and they don't even know what they believe. Yeah, They've heard a lot, but they've never done anything with it. They've never allowed that to impact their belief system. And so so I think there's a lot of hearing and doing. Mm-hmm. I really do. And, and I could justify that by saying, let's not be hearers of the Word. Let's also do it, you know. But we cannot skip that step of belief, because if you don't believe, you're not in. Yeah, you're, I, you're not in it. The Your thing, heart's not in it. The thing, the quote that you had that spoke to that, I think, was you was you said, "Until there's open ears, there's no open heart, and until there's an open heart, there's no open hand." That's and true. So the heart is like the belief part, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that, I, that's what I think. Uh, a lot of times, it's because when, like you say, people, people, that's a lot of sitting and listening. Mm-hmm. If you're involved in a church and you're coming in, you know, and the human nature is is for me to involve myself in this process, right? Right. So if I'm sitting and listening on Joey on a Sunday, if I'm coming on a Wednesday night and I'm listening to Blake, or if I'm coming and listening to Matt or, who, or anybody, it doesn't matter. Like if I'm com- coming to my on-site class and listening to to Tim or Ralph or Mike or whoever, you know, I'm listening to those guys or th- those ladies and I'm sitting and listening to them teach, then I want to involve myself in the process. And I think that that's good in one sense, but in another sense it's kind of like um, – a lot of times that's what we need. And, and, and it's not because we haven't arrived. Like each one of us need that regularly as well. It's so good to just sit and listen mm-hmm. and just let, like, let that word, let God's word come and not, not be involved in the process, not talk back, not be, you know what I mean? That's, mm. I liken it to, we did our uh, study on the life of David and it was, we talked, we spent a long time talking about, when David was sent back to the pasture and he stayed out there so long in the pasture. And can you imagine how mm. lonely he would have been just sitting in the pasture watching sheep? Yes. And yes. how much he would have questioned everything that had unfolded in his life to that point mm. or what was possibly going to come. And at some point there was this big to do where he got anointed, but then he's right back out there to the pasture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it's at some point he's got to question everything. Mm. It's like, well, you know, he don't know left from right, but the time in the pasture, just sitting 
and listening was like tremendous in the way that his life played out because what he doesn't know is that God is preparing him in that time mm-hmm. to actually do the doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so there, there had to be, anyway, there, I, I thought, I thought that that was that particular quote was, uh, was really good until, until we have open ears, there's no open heart. And until there's no open heart, there's no open hands. The mm. other the other phrase that I've got right after that, before the ending, was the gospel is not about holding on, it's about letting go. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember how you got to that, but I had a funny thought because I remember like being in like a uh, charismatic church and being in an altar and like praying and having two different people lay, <laughs> laying hands on me. Yeah. And one of them shouting at me to hold on and the other one shouting at me to let, let go. go. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, brother. Let it, let go. it go. Let go. Let go and let God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was a joke that we always used to make, but it was, I'd seen it a handful of times. Yeah. I, I think, I, I mean, I don't think I know. I know that the reason I said that was um, because I was building up to the kind of the final story, you know, that I, the yeah. fictional story, because, <laughs> because, because the reality is this, and I, you know, I kept, kind of touching it lightly all throughout the message. And that is, is that, um, there's, there's this, this process of letting go like, and, and because we won't let go of certain things, um, and basically like the Galatians the you know, what, if you read the entire book of Galatians, you're going to see Paul going, look, I know your background. I know what you're kind of used to. Why you were set free from that. Why, why do you, why won't you let that go? Why are you going back to slavery? Why are you going back, you know, when Christ has set you free, why would you go back and put yourself in that kind of prison and slavery? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, so that was kind of leading up to the, yeah. the, the big final finale. <laughs> well, that, that was the part that I had the most problem with. I was, just being honest, I yeah. was struggling when you got into the story because... Yeah. 20 seconds into the story, I knew where you were going. Sure. <laughs> 15 minutes later, you landed the flight. <laughs> Ouch. My but, wife said the same thing. <laughs> that's exactly because I was like, because let me give you the story in a nutshell. There's a really bad virus, way worse than COVID. Uh, it's going to kill everybody. The only person on earth who has the ability to fight it off is essentially some unique antibodies that exist in max healed blood. And so now... As a dad, as a mom, Max is my as a, son. As yes. a family, mm-hmm. they've got to make a decision. Do they the only way to get the antibodies is he has to give all of his blood. Right. So because But that wasn't I, the point of the story. Okay, I get it. But I'd heard like and I think most people have heard like some variations Variation of, the, of, of that. that. Yes. But the thing that I got really tickled about uh-huh. is when you named it the Black Widow virus. <laughs> because I had to resist the urge in me so bad uh-huh. not to make a meme. Of like Scarlett Johansson, oh, <laughs> striking her black widow pose, yes, and you know because Hope and Ivy dressed up like them for so Max. Oh yeah, and Max, Max was, was uh, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. But I was gonna, I was gonna make a meme of Scarlett Johansson striking the pose, and I was gonna put the Black Widow virus over the top of it and text it to Hope. Yeah. Oh, that'd have been awesome. If I would have done it in the middle, because I could have quickly yeah. done it in the middle, and I yeah. had to resist the urge. I was like, no, yeah, no, don't yeah. ruin the moment. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. Sorry. 
I just had to I had to mess with you about that. I thought it was good though. Well, the the, the, the funny I did have another laugh. Okay. In the middle of the story. I'm sorry. Do you want to tell like the serious part of it? Well, yeah, let me <laughs> okay. get the serious part okay. so we can end with the funny part. <laughs> okay. So like so yeah, and that I think that looking back on it in all honesty, um I wish I would have told it differently. <laughs> <laughs> It was fine. I wish I wouldn't have used my son. Well, and here's the thing: uh, you and, know you're going to take and, the mo- you know you're taking the most grief from the people that know you the best, though. Oh, I know that. I know okay. that. I know right. that. I know that. And and I mean, in all fairness, in all fairness, it landed about fifty fifty. <laughs> like the fifty percent that didn't get it were like, dude, that story. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's too, the other that's 50, 15 minutes I'll never get back. <laughs> I know exactly. The other the other 50 yeah. were like I can go on with life now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I get so it. I get but it. but the point of the whole story, I want to make that clear on this podcast. The point of the whole story was and what made it I think what made it unique that people didn't see coming was the part where I stood up on the restaurant table and yelled at the people, why in the world right, would right. you continue? And that was the whole point. Why would you Why would you continue to live in fear? Why would you continue to wear a mask, live behind shields, mm-hmm. do everything when the, when, when the blood has set you free? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole premise of Galatians. Like right. That's really what Paul was going. Yeah, he's standing on a restaurant table going, Christ set you free. Why are you still walking around in hazmat suits? Yeah. Why are you still walking around in those prisons? Well, I mean, that was my last note. Oh, was Just it? so you know, was Excellent. I put, I put like point of the story, essentially. Yeah. I put point dash, yeah. like in other words, from the yes. black, black widow. <laughs> yes. Just I, for the record, I will never, <laughs> never <laughs> tell a fictional story again. No, it's not going to happen. So I said, <laughs> I said point dash. Let the blood of Jesus be enough. That's it. So that's did I, I was, get did I get what you were trying to That's it. All right. I should have said that and just called the, it a day. My other funny part <laughs> that I started watching. No, no, I'm I wasn't <laughs> saying like point like you could have just said that. I mm-hmm. was saying I was in my notes, like as in we're rehashing it. I'm anyway. <laughs> I I didn't really I just thought it was humorous more than like Right. The one other part that I really laughed about, though, is when you you were talking about that, about going out to dinner. Uh-huh. You said, so we we have, because we had made the decision, that he had made the decision, we're going to, he's given himself up, that kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> that at some point you had to honor his death. Yeah. By getting back to normal. Yeah. Right? Going back out. <laughs> and we got to laughing about that. It was like, here's how we honor Max. Let's go out to eat. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, that's true. That's yeah, true. true. That's true. Yeah. But also, I was like, you know how I would have honored him? By signing that book and movie deal. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, because <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make my son die so yeah. that everybody else can live. Oh yeah, somebody's gonna pay Papa. <laughs> oh oh, somebody's gonna pay Papa. By the way, that story was rough for them too, <laughs> for the grandparents. I had I had a uh, I had fun messing with Max and Tyson oh, afterwards. Tyson Tyson was all over that. Oh, I, dude. Well, and I but I used it to like crap on him a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I walked to him up. At, I walked out to him afterwards, and I was like, so. 
basically what I heard is like Max has that alpha blood and Tyson's got the beta blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that, yeah. Well, good. of course, you know what the little brother does. The little brother, Tyson, comes up to me and he's like, I was, uh, he's like, so Max died for the whole world. And I was like, you know, he's just messing with me. Sure. I said, yeah. And he went, he said, you know what I thought? And I went, what? He went, let him die. Let him die. <laughs> let him just shrivel up and die. I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, that's a, I don't feel the need uh, to ever mess with you about stuff like that. If it's like, you know, because I know you're going to take grief about, you oh, know. Yeah. What I'm saying. When Trust you, me, my wife. When you get is, home, you're my gonna wife's going to light it. me up on stuff like that. Yeah. Well, well, and, the good news is, and is now that, those boys too, they're old and I mean, oh, that's true. You yeah. know, I mean, for the last couple of years, they've been old enough to really, you know, what I'm saying like ten years ago, it would have been Brownie, maybe Hope, uh huh. But now it's your whole oh, crew. It's the whole crew. It's everybody <laughs> and half the church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so now there's going to be an uptick listening to the. Sermon, because everybody wants to hear the story that we're talking. Oh, listen about. to that sermon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go so, back and listen to it. It, it. There, there is a. There's good point there. There really is. There's a great point there. I just thought it was funny because <laughs> it was like he just needed to get to the point. Well, no, I got to laughing because I was like, I could tell you wanted to communicate that story, kind of like. You had thought about it, but yeah. you wanted to communicate elements of it like off the cuff so it came across as like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I could tell that you were like adding elements uh-huh. as you were saying it. And I was like, now I, now, I fe- now I just entered into Joey's comic book brainstorming session. It's <laughs> pretty much about right. It's pretty much about right. But it was funny. <laughs> and that's, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It was good. It was mm, good. That's funny. Mm, that, anyway. But and then y'all are out there during the during the story, <laughs> getting ready for the last song. Nice transition there. <laughs> they were, they were, they were they standing really there. Were. Yeah, I told the band, "Don't lock your knees." <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Oh, it was good. Mm. What and so what was the song y'all did after it was over? Uh, yeah, yeah, yet not I, but through Christ in me. See, so it worked. It fit. Tru- truly. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it fit. So, <clears throat> um, what were the other songs from Sunday? Okay, per a listener's request. Okay, what were the other songs that we sang? <laughs> Y'all are asking me. <laughs> uh, we sang the hymn. Yeah. Um, how great thou art! How great thou art! Yep. How that go over? It, it was, was a different version. It. Well, it's not the version that we've normally done. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah it was the more hymnic style version of that song so Mm -hmm. um close it was closest to the original as possible you know what i mean so right yeah um oh is he gonna get them am i gonna do you remember they always they blend together they really do run together they blend together like i'll name one but it may be three weeks ago So we did, uh, oh, and man. it's Tuesday. If you'd asked me on Monday, that's I got true. Him. Which, and I've already switched my brain to this to coming next Sunday, Sunday, yeah. So I'm and ha- Wednesday night, too. yes. And so I'm already, uh, let's see, what did we st- we started? Oh, okay, now I remember because of the but awkwardness. You can see, you can see, like, because that, yeah, yeah, the, okay, you can see though how just like I did, people will latch on to one song, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll be um, like, that's the one I remember, yeah, and there. 
there's a lot of Sundays where like kind of like this past well I mean every Sunday I feel like we every song we do is like really good and solid um but there's been a lot of Sundays where like somebody will come up and be like hey what was what was that song that y'all did you know wherever um but we did redeemed by the blood of the lamb um oh come to the altar then we did how great thou art and then after the message we did uh yet not I but through Christ in me see my issue is is like I know like certain verses yeah. In the song. Yeah. But I could not tell you the title. The names. I just could not yeah. name it to save my life. Which yeah. by so the what, way who who asked for us to name them? I want to know. Someone give them a hard time. I don't know if said person wants me to say. Come on. Who <clears> is it? <throat> who was it? You want he's not gonna say. He's not I'll gonna give you a, I'll give you a hint. And if All I right. guess, will you tell him I'm will you tell me if I'm right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want me to give you a hint? Yeah. They are involved. In the student ministry, not they're not a student. Okay, that's they're, either going to be Wendy or my wife. Yeah, it's going to probably be. It's not either one two. of them. Nope. Daniel. Nope. Wait, the ask. It's not Joe. Is it a member of the band? No. Mm. Hmm. Sharona. Nope. Nope. It's not a female. <laughs> it's not a female. Nope. Okay, Cameron. And Cameron. No. <laughs> Wally. No. <laughs> Man, that's just Clay. not everybody. Clay. Nope. It's not Clay. Max Thomas. Nope. You, you, I think there's one left. David Walker. Uh, that should have been our first guess. It should have been. <laughs> yep. <laughs> David Walker. And he's so. probably one of your three that had the dog issue. Yep. I cannot... <laughs> Confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David Walker. We own to you, boss. Uh, yeah. By the uh, way, if you need a handmade knife, David Walker's taking orders. <laughs> yes. They're cheap, too. They're cheap. They're cheap. <laughs> he can make them in like five minutes. Yeah. Um, hey, seriously, he, he, he gave me a look at Christmas time. It was like... I don't know if I'm going to get all these orders in, man. People don't realize. I mean, he forges those bad boys oh, from like <laughs> nothing, like a block of steel. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but before we get too far away from worship, I do want to say, because I had one or two people ask me, like, hey, what happened right at the beginning of service, second service? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny um, because we – so. We don't use like floor monitors. We run in ears, and because of that, we use click a click track, and it helps us stay together. That's how we hear each other, uh, and we run it off a computer. And anyways, um, you know what we need to do, just for for insiders, for people who listen to this podcast, yeah, is we need to play a click track. I don't have it with me. I wonder um, if I could play one right now, but. Because um, people would find that interesting. <clears throat> like, what what is the band listening? to? I think to? it would yes. blow their mind. Yeah. Yeah, it honestly I mean I've heard I've heard maybe it was like Stephen can Burke you do or somebody de- do for a sermon illustration or something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. You could play it into your microphone. I know I just don't have the wait, I actually I think I do have the Prime app on my phone. Yeah, I did. 
I don't know what I'm. So doing what? What was your point? So yeah. anyways, so some some people noticed there was a little bit like of an awkward awkward lull right I, there. At I the wasn't going to say nothing, but it took you a long time to get so started. So basically, what happened was um, we don't know what happened. <laughs> um, so Shannon Shannon has it on his computer, and all he has Shannon to do is a drummer. He's the he's our drummer. He controls our click tracks, um, which is basically the tempo for each song. Mm-hmm. Um, helps us stay together. And uh, anyways, so he went. To press play, and the app showed that it was playing. We got nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so the story from my angle is, I kind of like, I'm like, okay, I've said good morning and let's stand, and I don't have anything. I turn. All this is happening in like split seconds, mm-hmm. and I turn to look at Shannon, and Shannon's looking at me like, what's going on? And then he grabs his his cable to make sure he's plugged up, and then I see him like look at me, and I'm like. I ain't got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, literally, but shout out to Shannon, like on the fly under the pressure, he was able to figure it out. Somehow the audio output got switched between services. Yeah. Uh, literally he didn't touch anything and there, it was just output into the wrong thing. So anyways, it was good times. Let's do this. Let, let's go ahead and commit now that, cause we could do something right here off the cuff just to let people hear, but let's, let's set up next week on the next episode of Sunday Gravy, let's do a demo. Okay. To show people, like actually walk hook them behind the curtain. Yeah, walk yeah. Them behind the curtain. We'll hook up one of the computers and we'll let you hear. So this is a, enticing you to come back for the next episode. Mm-hmm. We'll let you hear what the band hears in their ear. I like yes. it. Yes. I like it. And it'll, I, it'll probably blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and and in, in a lot of ways, it'll probably bother some people. It'll bother some people. It'll mm-hmm. confuse some people. Yep. They'll be like, how in the world do you continue? do? How do you do what you do while you hear that? Yeah. yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So if, you, if you're not accustomed to it, it is very, um, what's, what's the term? Like very... Um, not abrasive, but like, um, I don't know. It would be very similar to <clears throat> you getting a hold of a pastor's sermon, his notes, mm-hmm. and in it, he had in parentheses, he puts, laugh here, smile here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, cry here or something yeah, like that. Maybe it, a, I mean, not quite. No, but no, no. I get, what you're say, I get what you're saying, but there's also like the element of. Um, the, the, they'll know when they hear the click. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll never be able to get past that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they hear the click track. Yeah. But yeah, so people may not listen to the next episode. Yeah. I'll, which we'll do. We'll throw in a few more things other than just that, too. We'll talk about how there's a microphone on stage that if I yes. ever need to talk to somebody yes. on the yeah. in the band, but the, the, the people can't hear it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll... We'll throw it all in there. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll give plenty of time to worship for next Sunday, next or next episode, and we're going to do that. We're going to demo that and talk about, but here's what we need to talk about is what's the title of today's podcast, because right now I'm thinking Black Widow Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I and, like and it. And I need a meme to start circling somewhere <laughs> on social media. <laughs> <laughs> that has Scarlett Johansson or a Black Widow spider that says the Black Widow virus, and it has like a ghosted aura of Max Hill floating over the top of it. That's what I need. I need that in my life. Oh my gosh! Y'all gonna y'all gonna create a Cincinnati Zoo scenario oh, all oh, over again? I know. We it, that that needs to be, that needs to become like a high point thing. Is like. Mm. Have you been infected with the Black Widow virus? Because I. 
We got it was good. Okay, uh, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. It I'm was not good. taking it the wrong way. It I will good. never ever tell another <laughs> fictional story ever no, again. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> it's done. It was fine. By the way, the message will be 15 minutes this Sunday. So come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and a heads up too. I mentioned this Sunday. Uh, this past Sunday, come this Sunday, we are going to be passing out a very special gift to mm-hmm. every person that's there, so you don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-mm. Anything else? Nope. All right. So y'all got, okay. pl- y'all got plenty to entice you to come to church on Sunday. Plenty to entice you to listen to the next episode of Sunday Gravy. Come hang out with us on Wednesday night, too. Mm. Kids for Truth, students, Project 28, Bible study. See y'all then. See Sunday Gravy.